This is the Tech Culture Vibes, the podcast that's about everything tech-related in the digital age. Your weekly dose of digital marketing, internet trends, and emerging technologies. And now, here's your host, Fayaz. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Tech Culture Vibes. I'm super excited because this is an episode that's going to take one point and drill right to the bottom of it. We're going to be taking one technology and discussing in depth. We have academic models coming up. We have a lot of new information coming up, excellent use cases. All of this is happening because I'm sitting on the other side of a call with Krish Welker. Now, if you've heard of Krish Welker, I wouldn't be surprised because this guy is all over LinkedIn at this point in time. And if you haven't, then you might want to look him up because <laughs> here's unfortunately a 24-year-old from HR College Bombay, then a double master's, one in marketing, one in digital marketing from the UK, University of Bath and the King's College. And he's sitting there making people like us look extremely silly because he's <laughs> basically added the science that you need in marketing technology. So, please join me in welcoming Krish Welker. Krish, say hi to the audience. Hello. Thank you very much for the very, very kind introduction. <laughs> Overwhelming. <laughs> this is, uh, this is quite, no, I think you're going to live up to it, Krish. There's no doubt about that because I have actually stolen a glance or two at the show notes. It looked like a fucking research paper. So, <laughs> so it's going to be great. I mean, just to give you a slightly of an insight into me. So, actually, when I was in school, I was like very, very, very different. I would probably be the last person to study, last person to read any book. And I just didn't enjoy, uh, really, I just didn't enjoy anything. Like I wasn't fascinated. And then probably what happened is I think later on in my undergraduate degree, I mean, I came across a few great professors who got me really excited about this. This was, this was in Bombay because you have so many degrees I have to ask. This is HR, <laughs> HR college. Yeah, yeah. So I was yes, it 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 sparked off uh, with a few with my consumer behavior teacher in, in HR college and my marketing professor. Right. So yeah, it, it did start off a little bit there, and it was just this basic aspect of understanding human behavior. And as a kid, I was always fascinated with tech. Like I was just always fascinated. Were with you, were you a nerd? Like, like a geek or a nerd or a gamer? What was? Okay, so everything pulls apart from that because I was actually more interested in cricket. So I used to play, uh, I mean, I, I tried to pursue it and that's actually the reason why my... So at, at one point in time, mind. you did at least consider pursuing professional cricket. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, amazing. That's, that's probably why we why because I'm a sucker for cricket. I played school level yeah. cricket, but obviously, okay. you know, the classic Indian dream of being an engineer. But, yeah. <laughs> right. So what happened then? So you played professional cricket. Did you play at the university level or the club level? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So professional, I mean, club cricket to a certain extent. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Cricket Club of India. So I have. I played for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough to play for like uh, the A team there, like uh, two games, which is wow. like A, like so a, what was, a and B what, division. What was, you were a, you know, batsman, bowler? Opening batsman and a leg spinner who got hit but got a lot of wickets. <laughs> like all leg spinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but I'll tell you what, you know, you will not believe me when I say this, but if, if I would have made it a little game and said, let me guess, I would have definitely placed you as a top order batsman for some reason, number three. <laughs> And a very handy, uh, you know, almost a fifth bowler, maybe a sixth bowler. But I would place you on a all-rounder who's, uh, you know, more batting heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean, then then I realized that I actually, I mean, even though uh, I enjoyed cricket and all, but then I just realized like I was a bit more inclined towards studying. I consumer mean, behavior. I mean, understand? Yeah, consumer behavior. That yeah. got me really, uh, really excited. So yeah. I was like. So I, uh, let, just, me, let, it, me, let me let me take yeah. a guess. Let me yeah. take a guess in that case. I would. I mean, I don't know. It's a wild guess. It could be wrong, and it'll be very embarrassing if it's wrong on my own show. Yeah. But uh, but I would imagine that you are inclined to perhaps uh, maybe logical reasoning. But but that's an easy guess. I would imagine even philosophy to some extent. I mean, you could say that because I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. And he does get into that yeah, yeah, uh, a lot. Yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But what about deductive reasoning and such? I mean, you could. Like to a certain extent of game theory, like I've just gone into, but not too much, and right. uh, yeah, not right. not not too so, much. So it's it's mostly but... consumer behavior, obviously, just for the curiosity of it. Uh, plus, also it yeah. helps that you've taken up a marketing communication career. Uh, I would actually place you in the mar tech bucket, but uh, definitely consumer behavior because we are also going to be in subsequent episodes talking about data, data analysis, 
effective lenses, yeah. all the models and everything. But this episode is going to be about camera-based technologies. I think we are talking AR, we are talking mixed reality also to some extent. We are also going to be discussing, yeah. you know, computing power has enabled AR to get to what extent and all of those things. And uh, because you're yeah. Krish Welkar and you have, I think, mm-hmm. triple graduation and we haven't gone that, to that yet, you're going to add yeah. in the academic models and everything and make it almost sound like uh, an interesting, uh, uh, you know, professor's class. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's superb. Yeah. So then you finish your graduation with HR and then you moved to the UK, to the University of Bath for your first master's. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This was in 2017, 2017, 2018. Right. And what and did you study? So I studied a master's in marketing there. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened there is that once you're in the UK mm-hmm. and when you're close to a city like London, mm-hmm. you have like uh, access to these amazing conferences, yeah. these amazing events and you get to really be in the realm of where marketing is headed and the future of it. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's where I really attended these events like augmented reality and virtual reality world. Right. There was a MarTech Expo, there was a B2B Expo, there's Marketing Week Live and you have right. all people from the like industry talking about Plus also it's pretty cosmopolitan yeah. because I feel like a lot of good talent from the rest of the world also sort of goes to London to attend these shows. Yes. I also attended the IoT, AI and Blockchain event and there you have people from all over the world. Right. So it's it's literally the realm of things and understanding what's really happening in this space. So then why did you pick up another Masters immediately after that? So after attending all of these events and understanding the importance of the digital side of things. Right. I think we were just discussing the other day that how like a marketer, you can really understand the consumer behavior side of things really well. But if you don't have the digital capability and knowledge to put that into use, like for example, we are talking about understanding how to basically use variables in data for predictive analysis, right. then you're not using your knowledge yeah. to the fullest. Yeah, you're not unlocking so, the potential that that study holds. Exactly. Like there's yeah, so, so much more to that. Digital yeah. is key. I have no doubts about it. In fact, yeah. that's why I myself am sitting in digital and everybody who's yeah. tuned in would actually work for that because we are all making careers out of mobile phones and other technology pieces. So then you immediately move to King's College, London. Yeah. This time you studied only digital marketing, right? Yeah. And then what happened? So then what happened? I was very lucky to be under great professors right. in the sense that here they had people working in the industry, like consultants in the industry, but as well as teaching. So yeah. I think obviously, you know, that we have our own creative tech setup and a lot of, you know, what we've been doing recently. And I'll also tell you why it's exciting is because like how pop culture has a pulse, right? Yeah. You know, we are moving from Taylor Swift to somebody else to somebody else. The same way actually consumption of technology also has a certain pulse to it, right? Like I've been in creative tech for I think about seven, eight years actively now. And what used to be very web-based, tap-based interfaces back in the day has now moved to basically yeah. experiencing content pieces in very different forms. And I think AR is testimony to that. And I feel always that, you know, how far a technology is going to go is a little bit of a chicken and egg in that the consumer has to validate that I enjoy consuming this technology. But at the same time, you know, there have to be tech companies who have their ears to the ground and say, oh, oh, wait a second, this is getting picked up. So let's create a tech piece or let's create a product that allows for more such experiences. And to that end, I think we are looking at almost all seriously big tech companies, at least in the marketing communication space, like the Facebooks of the world, you know, starting off with Spark AR, which is allowing for Instagram and Facebook to sort of create a lot of exciting experiences, right? You know, they bought Masquerade, I think Snapchat started it. And then I think Google's now looking at Google AR Core. You know, there's WebGL, there's WebAR, there's all of these things that we deal with. So I definitely think that this is a technology that has hit some kind of a validation. Later in the podcast, Krish, I would actually like to pick your brains on how soon can you actually declare that a technology has arrived? And how soon can you actually say that this technology is not going to pick up? So let's talk about that as well. You know, because I suspect that AR is here because I think it's found enough critical mass to actually stay and for technology to actually evolve itself to allow for better real experience. You know, like a small case in point being Facebook, for instance, used to allow for only camera experiences. 
and recently by virtue of all the conversation they keep holding with other agencies and people like us we have actually asked for a cta or a button which can actually uh, create some kind of an action because the experience has been consumed but what next and that's the next update from facebook so i think the critical mass has reached a point where technology will get better and by your own recommendation krish how we're going to be doing this yeah. is you will actually walk us through some exciting examples that are like torch bearers when it comes to adaptation of this particular technology for sure so over to yeah. you i want you to sort of walk us through a little bit about what do you make of this technology and you know what is happening in this space sure firstly something different or what is this key differentiator of this piece of technology is that what it does is you can just superimpose information on a screen so right. basically like you can place virtual products hmm. in that space and it just provides more concept and more perception right and that's what helps and brings information to light into a slightly better context right and right. that's the reason for why we need something like this and that's why you have even your ar glasses that are like on the way right so that is purely the reason and the fundamentals of this technology so i mean as i've always said like it's important not to force fit any technology and just do it because sometimes it is it's, it's the flavor of the season yeah exactly <laughs> so it's important for the solution to arrive from a problem and right. from a specific insight right so I- ikea's example is actually very i mean it's one of the famous ar uh, yes, use cases it's, it's useful so, yeah 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 so basically what they did is that they conducted some research mm-hmm. and they realized that 70% of customers were actually mm-hmm. not aware of their room size and the fact that 14% bought products that did not match their surrounding area right 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 and these decisions to when you buy furniture are very time consuming yes. and you could consider this as a high involvement yes, purchase when you definitely. buy furniture that's right so taking this insight into consideration they created this ikea app there are two things to it so you can obviously people do buy furniture online and people more likely buy furniture at the shop but at home when you want to buy something like this online it's much easier to look at how a chair would look in your own surrounding right. to understand really how it would look right so in terms of trying to get to a solution for that problem i think this is a great solution that Absolutely they came up great. with i'll tell you what krish i was having a word with the co-founder of pepper fry bunch and he told okay. me that one of the biggest areas of improvement for pepper fry this was 2017 2018 about 2 3 years ago he was saying that one of the biggest areas of improvement for him would be if he were to reduce the number of returns on his product because he goes through a lot of expense actually moving furniture to your house right there's a lot of manpower involved yeah. there's a lot of maintenance there's a lot of bookkeeping and such right and if i'm going to come and basically make purchases to the tune of say for example 180000 rupees right and i go back home and i realize that obviously like you rightly said i had misunderstood the size of my room or i did not think of the look and feel or you know just how the whole furniture is going to end up looking and all of those things and i'm going to basically return at the drop of a hat right and that was something that he was trying to control and to that end he was very interested in solutioning around that and that's probably exactly also the area that ikea is looking at plus the second thing that i think uh, krish of the things that you told me is while people go to the store to buy furniture because it is certainly high involvement but they start planning for it from their bedrooms they start planning for it when they're sitting in their living room they start googling they start looking up pieces on pinterest on google or other furniture websites and uh, anything that can actually uh, help them uh, arrive at a better conclusion has a higher chance of you know conversion because if i kind of know that i need a 6 footer right then i'm going to go to the store and get exactly that and probably my returns going to be lower exactly exactly I mean, and it's more functional and it's really really helping the consumer and to put things into perspective like now even though the insight was great they obviously worked on creating this lovely app but there was some research to suggest i mm. looked at a lot of the customer reviews on the apple store mm. and unfortunately they were not great and they spoke about how it needs to be a little bit more realistic and even the fact that all the products were not available so there was a slight setback there because at the end of the day you still need the technology to be realistic enough 
for you to visualize yeah. that yeah. piece of you know you know what they say about a, a no no experience is better than a bad experience right mm-hmm. because i'd rather not yes. consume the experience at all because what happens is our eyes are used to looking at real furniture or real store and suddenly we have the luxury of imagining through mixed reality or augmented reality how the furniture piece is going to look but if the furniture is not going to have the finesse or look realistic enough then people are easy to actually jump on the bandwagon to actually condemn it but then i think this is part of a conversation where we're talking about once the technology comes in the ceiling on this technology keeps going up like browsers evolved from taking you know 10 seconds to return a value and load a page to actually loading a movie in 15 seconds you know internet speeds exactly. keep changing and the ceiling on the technology definitely does keep changing but also i think there was one of the problems is like you also rightly pointed out people had a problem with the fact that you know not all of the catalog could be actually experienced in augmented reality and a lot of the times it happened to my friends as well uh in the states where they wanted to try a particular piece of furniture and that would be absent you know that's because you know it's also expensive to actually create 3d models you know while yes. ar is a technology of spatially placing these things in a real world but the technology behind formulating these 3d models is blender which is what we are dealing with a lot more than we did say probably last year blender is the one that allows us to actually create models and creating the model is time consuming yes and expensive and yeah and the ultimate goal is for it to be as realistic as possible but however i don't have the exact brands and case studies but on linkedin i do see a lot of gamified videos where they're trying to show like, okay which is the real image and which is a superimposed image and uh. i genuinely can't figure so i mean that means there is definitely potential and definitely this can work out and for it to be a usable uh, use case so right uh, right yeah right so has ikea sparked the revolution you would say in the rentals and furniture so, buying industry so i think the insight and uh, the reasoning to create the app i mean it was great to actually make it but in terms of execution and probably right. conversion i don't have the sales data i don't mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if they did any tracking but i did try the app and it still didn't look completely real right so right. i think that's the one thing that they need to work on and after looking at the reviews on the store i mean mm. on the app store right. uh, they clearly said it was unrelatable so right. i think uh, right yeah, so think there's there's, there's massive room for improvement over there yeah 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 i think so, i came across a company called skepic i think sometime late last year which was doing yeah. what ikea would do except that it was doing it on web which is a lot more comfortable because yeah. i think one of the most expensive things you are a planner yourself uh you know yeah. one of the most uh, expensive things to do in 2020 is to get your audio to download a new app oh yeah for sure right for sure. so yeah. so these guys are doing exactly that and they do have excellent 3d modeling capabilities and while you're browsing what they claim you know it's everything is hypothesis yeah. when you're dealing with emerging tech right it's obviously backed yeah. by data but what they claim is that the future of web browsing is going to be a lot of ai what do you think about that yeah okay very interesting point that you raised uh, i'm okay so now during the lockdown obviously we're frustrated we're at home and we start feeling the need to buy things that we would normally go to a store and buy and right. i i experienced that so my specs broke to the fact that we are constantly on screens i'm like i need to buy a blue filter yeah, 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 lens yeah. for my right. specs so i went on lens cart and mm. the only option i had was to try the web ar and see how <laughs> i look in specs and i looked at the size and i tried it on myself and when the specs came home uh-huh. i will be very honest that i really liked it and i thought it was uh, very similar to what so I was saw. it was it realistic i will definitely say so yeah you could consider it as high involvement to a certain extent depending on how expensive your yeah it's not are. a casual purchase for sure yeah yeah <laughs> but now i am comfortable with buying specs online because yeah. of this i think i think also uh, you know i have a question for you were it not for covid yeah you would probably not even consider a virtual test exactly exactly right, right? yes I so now the technology has initiated one so krish in future is not going to hesitate before trying at least glasses virtually yes yes exactly Lovely. that's a very good point yeah so they've done it well and i mean again it's not forced it's technology used to solve really a problem so i'll think, actually pass on the good wishes because i happen to know the people who made it so oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's so, amazing i remember i was t- telling you about this person yeah. who worked on uh, chandrayaan soil testing via image recognition yeah 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 he was part yeah. of the team that actually built it so that's very wow. cool yeah but i really think that wearables do have something over here yeah 
and just similarly now you have uh, i mean i'm not going into depth of exactly what they've done but i know gucci has done something with shoes where you can just superimpose and try yeah. out different shoes i think yeah. nike too has done that i'm not yeah. tried these apps and uh, even there are several watch companies you no know, several of uh, these are done, region locked i'm yeah. thinking for some reason i don't understand but a lot of yeah. these are not for trial in india in any case i don't know why that is a case but yeah that's how it is yeah i mean you definitely want to try out a watch it would be nice right. even shoes like it would be great people are buying shoes so, i mean shoes is great in fact uh, you know how uh, facebook has park ar kit crash uh, snapchat has yeah. it's called the lens studio we actually ended yeah. up making a very very cool uh, pair of sneakers which we got for free in a 3d model <laughs> but uh, we said okay let's try this but it, it came out yeah. very very good it finds your feet it fits right into your shoes you know and considering the quote unquote new normal i wouldn't have a problem yeah. at all uh, using ar to actually try shoes yeah yeah and coming to this uh, aspect now since it's a little bit of fashion it, it's hard to get numbers and hard to get really details but i did i mean this is one really amazing piece some brand had done where they had ar clothing so it's obviously aware where in this eco friendly fast fashion is an issue mm. i mean it's not eco friendly mm-hmm. so what they do is you you wear a black t-shirt mm. and obviously on instagram because no one wants to be seen wearing the same thing twice right. on a social media platform <laughs> can you imagine vanity yeah. So, yeah yeah so you just wear the same black t-shirt every time but uh, when you use the app you can change it and uh, you can wear different so my god yeah so <laughs> that's lazy as fuck but yeah <laughs> but no i do i mean uh, even though there's only one brand that i saw do it i think it's great i think it's great your, I, yeah. you know i traditionally you know a struggle is you know if i got a dollar for every time a client came to me with a brief that said that we want people to try our new spring summer collection but unfortunately yeah. we are married to spark and spark you know the ceiling of spark is the ceiling of four lunches at this point in time and at this point in okay. time while they allow for a good body segmentation it's hard to actually yeah. uh, you know the machine does not read the body very well so it's kind of hard for us to sort of place augmented uh, clothing on yeah. you know, this point because you know the the brand manager design uh, you know imagines it a lot better in his or her head right and then it comes out looking like huh oh, it's not fit in the shoulder very well i'm like yeah, of yeah. it's not yeah. tailored but i like this concept of what you're talking about is somebody's basically mandated black t-shirt because what they're doing is they're looking at the color black and playing with it that's very innovative yeah. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about I mean, you know we are talking about you know vanity. What do you think about you know cosmetics? Uh, yeah, so coming to cosmetics actually, yeah, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, Sephora has uh, done a lot and where you can just try out a makeup yeah, and I yeah. think you only mentioned that like you know someone who tried it and thought yeah. it was great. So Yeah. So I yeah. thought we made I mean, we made that, one uh, when I was with Foxy, we made one for Maybelline in New York. Okay. Where uh, okay. you know it was very interesting because I'll tell you uh, you know when the brief came it was quite exciting because if you know anything about about cosmetics one of the big selling points is that it's long lasting it's very long lasting so for example when this brief came to us what i literally did is like i went to a mac store right where we had a lot of these store clerks and you know uh, shopping assistants you know who stand there with tissue and sanitizer right and what i saw the girls yeah. doing is they would take a shade of lipstick right and they would apply it on their wrist actually yeah. not on their lips because, oh. because they can't try a second one if they try the first one right because yeah, it's long yeah, lasting yeah. so what they do is they put yeah. it on their hand because apparently the back of your uh, palm actually is your closest related to the to your lip color i didn't know that right yeah. so they try it and they see how it looks and they wipe it off and they try it again right so uh, i was like there's no need to do this in the era of reality <laughs> right so yeah. so yeah. what we did was wow. they had a new shade of you know they had a new range actually of matte lipsticks matte colored lipsticks and whoa, we actually built it very well we put 35 shades of lipstick in one experience so in that one same experience you could actually move from fuchsia pink to whatever bold red da 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 da, da. right and you would basically keep doing that but one learning that i got i did that i was mighty proud of myself i think it got a lot of traction one an award or two but then when i saw this sephora experience come out i was like this is why you know western brands get this game better you know the small thing they changed krish was that yeah. we had made the mistake of allowing for only lip color to change but it never happens okay. that a girl has tried lipstick without any basic foundation or or an eyeliner oh product. yeah right so a lot of girls would try yeah. it they'd be like shit i look weird i'm like no but you're looking great <laughs> right but what uh, sephora did is they actually married your uh, lipstick color 
to your basic foundation plus your eyeliner so okay. you could actually shuttle between the whole look it was not an incomplete makeup piece yeah i, I that makes sense i mean yes. firstly a lot of learning i yeah. don't know much about the cosmetic industry but yeah it makes sense because you i mean you put not only makeup on lips but exactly. also like foundation as you said yeah and as you said you can try out so many different makeup options in, right. in one day instead of just looking at it on your palms so absolutely so yeah there there also a different type of other ar advertisements so burger king mm-hmm. i thought they did something quite fascinating so auto uh, are, are you talking about the burn burn the competitor's ad Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my goodness, that is amazing. That is epic. That is epic. And as far if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think it was Ogilvy only who who created that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I yeah. Think. <laughs> so just to give our audience a bit of an insight too. So McDonald's was doing a lot of auto advertising. Auto advertising can be really expensive. And everywhere you saw there were McDonald's ads and print and uh, everything. Everything was McDonald's. But if you don't have that kind of budget to do I'll, that, I would buy them. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So how do you do? So what Burger King smartly did is they just had an AR filter where if you point at any McDonald's ad yeah. uh, and wait for it to burn, <laughs> uh, it will give you a discount code for Burger King. <laughs> so uh, I mean. This is just beautiful because yeah. I mean, there's always that that banter between both of these brands. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And uh, so I think uh, it, it's it's amazing. Like you're yeah. you're literally converting. You're literally using McDonald's advertisements in your strike. Yeah, and so, McDonald's suddenly like take the ads off. People are burning it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's gamification. You know, at the end of it, yeah, people are actually exactly. walking into a store to basically make use of the coupon to redeem it. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's what I I just loved. I mean, that was just so brilliantly done. Yeah. Now, while there there also certain apps that really help with the functional aspect of really guiding you well. Um, in terms of, uh, I think by airport is very big and you can get lost. I mean, it helps you guide to where you really want to oh, go. Oh, like that. I mean, like how how Google yeah. is talking about uh, integrating AR into maps. Exactly. That is just brilliant because. I think we've all have the problem with that blue dot indicator on us. Oh phone. god. And we have no <laughs> That's again the insight and that's really solving a problem because half the time what's happening is imagine we're walking on the road or oh, the blue dot is taking us there then we're going left and then yeah. we, firstly we also bang into people because yeah. we're constantly looking on our phone exactly. and uh, <laughs> yeah and then we randomly start making that eight on our phone to make sure that gyroscope on our phone stabilizes. Right. So I think Google has really used this really well and like i thought we could analyze this through an academic model uh we could really analyze google's uh, ar app so, oh yes uh, oh yes. yes but but it's not out in india though i mean i i wouldn't know i've only heard them talk about it but i i don't know exactly what it entails so i think in london i had used it for a bit uh So this is a uh, Pine and Gilmore's experiential model. So okay. obviously we are in this experiential economy and we're constantly seeking out for new and different experiences. So one is entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, one is educational, one mm-hmm. is aesthetic, mm-hmm. and the last is escapism. Escapism, so, my god, the world needs escapism yeah. at this point in time. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I mean, just looking at at this from a Google AR Maps point of view, mm-hmm. I mean, as you rightly said, I mean, if we just have to understand where is the entertainment coming, it's that little element of the fox that you mentioned, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So just to give the audience again a little bit of insight of what you can do is instead of obviously the the normal blue dot when you're on Google Maps and when you're walking around. It's very irritating because you don't know really where you're headed. But if you have an augmented reality app with arrows in the camera itself guiding you where to go, yeah. so it's fun. Gamification is there. Yeah, it's cute and yeah, it's nice. So yeah, so and it's I mean, accurate. Exactly, it's accurate. That is the main problem. I mean that we were facing earlier. Right. Then the second is aspect of education. The same time, while it's fun, it there still needs to be a point to it. And what's great is that even when you take that app and you point it out on the street and stores, it will superimpose information of okay, this is 
this store ahead oh, oh, which is oh my god yeah. yes 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 i really want i think i think yeah. in one of the google ios if i'm not wrong Krish, you're probably yes. doing it better than i will but i think yeah. you're talking about actually taking yes. a phone and pointing it towards a store front and then i think yes. it would give the google rating uh, it would give the specialty uh, it would give probably the working hours when it opens when it closes when it picks for lunch exactly uh, you know all of that information right yeah uh, even so if exactly. you think of so a post so post covid post covid yeah. world i don't probably want to go to another person who's the neighboring store and say oh when does the store open i don't want to do that right so if i'm going to limit yeah. my interaction uh, pointing my phone at the camera yeah that's going to solve the problem very educational for sure yeah yeah i mean that's why it definitely ticks that box to a certain extent and then there's escapism so i mean escapism is obviously because it is so intuitive and useful and it's really helping you get to where you want you do get lost in it in a certain sense it's very immersive but let's compare this to virtual reality yeah. and virtual reality is even more immersive because Very. you're cutting out the entire world you're just in that whereas augmented reality is nicely superimposing the information so right. uh, for example while it is immersive you're not going to bang into someone and walk yeah. into a bus stop right. or something like that <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So it's important. It's important because honestly, like there's been so many times where I'm on Google Maps and walk, yeah, and then yeah. I suddenly bang into a pole yeah. or some yeah. stupid thing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, so it's a good balance that uh, that is created. So this yeah. model is basically saying, you know, how many boxes of this model are you checking? Is that a good metric to gauge if I'm creating an experience? Yes. Yes. Exactly. You know what? Actually, exactly. you've used Google Map AR as an example, but actually, I think you quoted. entertainment education aesthetics and escapism right i'd actually yes, say yes. that almost every example that we've discussed so far i think you started with ikea which is which is yeah. definitely uh, fitting into this you talked about burger king 100% lens card yeah. what else did we discuss fashion sephora everything yes. that we discussed so far have actually uh, checked the boxes maybe that's why these are good case studies and the other thing i mean what you can do is in draw this model in a form of a map and just try and rate each segment like how high are you on entertainment oh. just see roughly where like if you're benchmarking mm-hmm. another product or something like it'll just mm-hmm. help you understand how to evaluate probably thank you uh, thank this. you so much for this and i'm <laughs> calling it out publicly chris this is going to make it into my uh, pitch deck <laughs> <laughs> and i'll cite i'll cite you as a citation <laughs> Okay, but you know what? I like you know. At this point in time, I'm discussing. I don't know how many uh, experiences. You know, the other one of my investors, he said, "Dude, you guys are like a. You said you're a creative tech company, but I think you're a you're an AR company." I said, "No, but I get uh-huh. more AR briefs. What do I do? Right? So nine out of ten briefs that I get, right? Wow. Uh, at this point in time, I'm looking at Dolby. I'm looking at Make My Trip. I'm looking at a lot of brands. Everybody's wow. like, 'What can we do on AR?' And uh, 100%. If I would have spoken to you maybe two months ago, I would have converted way more <laughs> than I did, right? Because I would quote the Pine and Gilmore model that will make me look very sophisticated. Oh, look at this! <laughs> like you went to Teach College, and then I would have, I would actually say, 'Oh, with this con.'" Concept. We have high entertainment quotient, but low education quotient. Yeah. This model looks simpler. This concept note looks simpler, but education is high. I'm definitely using this, Krish. Yeah. I'm calling it out. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, we force fit models also, and it's just important to use the simplest model, and you don't need to sound intelligent. I mean, yeah, it sound sounding intelligence is. is very important by the same time it needs to be Krish, you're 24 when so, you're 34 you'll realize that reality doesn't matter you only have to sound intelligent <laughs> no but i'm saying i'm saying it is quite real too i mean entertainment education yeah exactly i Definitely. think it is quite yeah. simple and i think it's very relatable in fact so that's what so to just sum up it's great to just use this as probably a, a nice benchmark yeah and i think then coming to this interesting debate or not don't don't not even debate but categorizing this into understanding where can this technology help with high involvement and low involvement goods so if you look at i think tanish a jewelry brand had uh, created this ar experience where you could really try out jewelry right and uh, i mean this uh, i've got these numbers that i'm just going to say from walk so walk is a tool where like you can get probably the best case studies everything under the marketing umbrella is it's like a planner's go to tool for information 
Wow, I'm actually on the website as I speak, and I think the tagline is "Let's save the world from ineffective marketing." <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they got 4.9 million selfies, reaching over like 10 million people, wow. and. Uh, they've just said i mean they've not got numbers of how many footfalls it has led to because they've not mm-hmm. tracked that but mm-hmm. i mean, it would have definitely caused some amount of traction right is that uh, no no why, why, even if they did not yeah. generate uh, walk ins crash i think it would be fair to yeah. say that their size in the consideration bucket would have grown exactly uh, you know very very effectively so i don't think that almost everything they have to equate to a direct over the counter sale because sometimes you know human beings have their own lives and they'll probably not need to buy a jewelry piece right now but now that they are holding tanishk in very good stead next time they buy jewelry they consider it isn't that what marketing hey, is exactly and that's what i that was my point that i was actually getting to yeah oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so so yeah exactly so it puts that product in a consideration set where you're narrowing down your purchase decision mm. and makes you think more and see how you like it and that's the point now let's compare this to a low involvement since you have specifically worked on the makeup app would you say that someone would be okay with making a decision purely based on trying out that ar makeup experience well yes and no yes and no yes in yeah. that again it's a consideration set conversation right you know the way i look at it and the reason why the client went ahead and tried it is because in the absence of this augmented trial what they would do is they'd probably create a video piece or yeah. they'd create a static piece on social media and say we've got 35 new shades in our matte colored lipstick now what is the stickiness of an ad piece like that it's not very much right but if i'm saying yeah. that yeah. you know uh, oh why don't you try it and i i'm going to try it I'm going to try it for say 8 seconds 9 seconds 10 seconds Facebook dashboard also allows you to sort of track how many impressions it made how many clicks were generated and how many shares have yeah. not everybody who tries it will share it on social media I might not be comfortable right maybe yeah. maybe I just uh, you know woke up from my bed and I'm just trying it right now I don't want to share it but I tried it nonetheless right so my answer is yes yeah. and no because yes from a consideration point of view for sure people would have considered whatever the price point is they would have had an increase recall generated that's number 1 yeah and number 2 is this exactly led us to actually talk to facebook and say that while people are so deep in the consideration segment at this point in time it would do really well if you would allow a buy now button inside the filter right so that uh, would actually yeah, yeah. hypothetically at the time that we tried this 2018 we didn't have a buy now yeah. button but now we do now we do right so now we still don't for all the brands and that is one of my big problems Like, you can know, obviously it's a very big internet technology company they can't roll it out like that it's not an app update right but hypothetically i would imagine a year or two from now when almost every fashion brand has the option of converting an engagement generated via augmented reality into a sale i would be in a lot better position to answer your question today i'm saying that i'm sure consideration has increased but had yeah. there been a buy now button i would have known if people actually considered or went yeah. anywhere close to buying it and hypothetically what i'm also saying is that if i have a click out if i have a link click like that i can actually yeah. drop pixels and target them later right because yeah. a lot yeah. of marketing is letting people know that you exist a lot of sales is getting them to buy sure. when, when they knew it right so i would definitely say that it is moving in the right direction from an awareness to consideration to buying i would definitely say that it is getting there so yeah i mean 2 years from now we'd be able to comment on it a lot better than right now but yeah yeah but if that answers the question i do think yeah. that people considered buying it a lot more seriously yeah as as you rightly said that if you uh, probably had that buy now button then you'd yeah. get a little bit more insight because it's it's a nudge I yeah. mean that buy now which is yeah. purely the reason what will get someone to buy because otherwise there's no way of really tracking it another thing that so, i like about ar is yeah. actually in uh, at that time again influencer scene wasn't as big as it is now right so at yeah. that point in time yeah. also the inventory on facebook to promote it wasn't great we couldn't promote via yeah. like we didn't have instagram filters and we couldn't promote via an instagram video we had to like create different asset which was not that enticing right today what's happening yeah. in the for example if i want to pick up cosmetics as an example because it's a great example yeah. is i can actually tie up with an influencer and have that influencer try out this filter right yeah. and then you know that influencer says swipe up to try this filter yourself right and if i if i want yeah. one of my 
you know fashion inspiration trying a filter i'm going to try to so you're selling the product you're selling the experience now the whole ecosystem is tying it very well which for me is a very good point Krish, because while we're discussing high involvement and low involvement purchases i also wanted to tell you that will the technology make it or break out uh, is actually a conversation in terms of how well the ecosystem is evolving and today i think that for ar the ecosystem is evolving very well uh, you know i had a question krish if you don't mind me asking yeah. you know the pine and gilmore model that you mentioned right the yeah. academic model yeah. you know which talks entertainment education aesthetics and escapism so while it is a great benchmark for me every time i am ideating for yeah. uh, augmented reality experience my question to you is also why can't we use this model to actually see if this piece of emerging tech is even relevant to your business right you know like why can't it be a benchmark when it comes to do you need this piece of technology or will this technology make it in the market like does this technology or does this new tech culture thing does it have any appeal in terms of educating or aesthetics or escapism if it is checking all the boxes then maybe that technology is here to stay or maybe if my business's objectives are meeting the entertainment education escapism bucket then maybe i should try this technology can it be used like that so okay there's a yes it can but for your question i think there is another model uh, <laughs> the, the simpler model that i'm just going to put out there oh, so it's called the technology acceptance model okay and it helps you with factors to understand if this technology is going to be adopted by the masses okay so the two things one is perceived ease of use mm-hmm. which is just simply i mean how easy is it to use this specific technology how easy is it to just open up this ar app and use this experience like that whole user experience aspect yeah. and yeah so definitely I mean, not vr yeah exactly <laughs> when you compare it to vr yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like now, that's a good point you brought in so now great you got in vr there which is very difficult to use yeah. but now compare this to voice so whereas in with voice all you need to know is you just need to speak exactly so it is perceived ease of use mm-hmm. and the second factor is the perceived usefulness so right. at the end of the day how functional is it the insight with which we went ahead with ikea or right. even the the lens cart it was yeah. definitely very useful yeah, it, it gave me great perspective yeah. Yeah. So I mean, these are two aspects, but this model has been critiqued uh, mm-hmm. because there's this third aspect that is coming, which is the aspect of social currency. Yeah. So would you look cool in it, or would you look stupid? Like for any technology, you look at try and look at these three factors. Right. You will understand the adoption rate. So I right. Mean, yeah. Right. No, I think I think this is a great one. I mean, uh, I meant to ask you something else, but you've thrown in another model. <laughs> I am really considering doing at least one masters now because we have time for everything, right? But but let me just summarize that it's called uh, I don't know what's the word. It does it have a name? Technology acceptance Technology. model. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's ease of use and utility, basically. Yes. Exactly. Right. Right. Very nice. And what's the third one that you had mentioned? Will uh, I look? Uh, I mean, the, the, social currency. so social currency yes. right lovely i mean i think okay so <laughs> disclaimer number 2 chris this is going into my pitch deck <laughs> maybe you should get a part of my company because i feel like i'm going to win a lot of lot of pitches back to you right so that's great i i hope nobody from ogil is listening to this because they'll be like this guy's going to poach our firm resource okay so i can't afford him guys just putting it out there okay <laughs> right Now, coming back to i'm sorry i derailed yeah. but i feel like we had no, a really no. nice little pit stop uh, yeah. useful one uh, okay so so you were talking about the application of er for low involvement versus high yeah. involvement so would you place tanishk in the high involvement of course it is high involvement yes I definitely like that. definitely yeah 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 uh, yeah, would you, yeah would you place toothbrush in high involvement or low involvement obviously low involvement. obviously yeah low yeah, yeah 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 so we i myself have actually been involved in a bunch of these like i think the first filter i ever created was a for happy dent white which is a very popular chewing gum right oh yeah and yeah and yeah. they also claim among other things that it's a teeth whitener So the first okay. AR experience we uh, ever created was a camera filter which would actually track your teeth and make them shine low involvement it's doing the job right yeah. i definitely think so now for example i think late last year when i was still with foxy i think we did one for colgate where we okay. had like this thing 
you know where you would actually move the marker from left to right and while you were moving left to right it would actually whiten your teeth so that's no involvement i've done a yeah. shit ton of experiences with the coca cola company uh, which i oh, would also wow. put in the low involvement model i think when they were sponsoring ipl teams at one point in time coca cola was yeah. huge that uh, half wow. the teams were sponsored by them Mumbai Indians had thumbs up. Hyderabad Sunrisers had Sprite. Kings Eleven Punjab had Coke, Coca Cola. Uh, Delhi, wow. uh, Delhi, uh, the team that never won a damn thing, but they had some <laughs> some Coca Cola company yeah. as well. Uh, and at one point in time, I was just basically like, you know, I had to hire someone to count money because Coca Cola was just throwing pills yeah. at me, right? And experience was very simple. And I think now I put it, it was entertaining and it was escapism. For example, the yeah. thumbs up filter that we did was, you know, the camera allows you to look up. When you look up, it can do a certain action. So you looked up for, you know, your background to change into these dark clouds and there's thunder. Right, and a can of thumbs up just basically comes popping from on top of the screen, and then your team logo, like Mumbai Indians, just comes up, and then yeah, yeah. it's just great. It's just I don't know. It sounds yeah. like cheesy and everything, um, yeah. but for hardcore fans, that's the stuff, right? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna beat you. So I think a lot of, in fact, I would actually want more high involvement pieces. I think yeah. now, if that answers your question partially, I, I'm gonna add more more uh, yeah. context to it. I think what's happening. Is that for a high involvement business or a high involvement purchase decision to be made on AR? It can't be a silly yeah. social media filter. It has to be hardcore, like yes. the IKEA yes. app, right? Because it's a high involvement purchase, right? And Tanish or whatever. Yes. So I have to yeah. like download an app and create a great experience because I can't create an average experience like you saw. People crashing exactly. uh, yeah. uh, IKEA for making an unrealistic uh, set of sofa yes. or something, right? Yeah. Uh, but but then I think you can use social media for your very quick, you know, get in, get out, toothpaste, cans of yes. soda, uh, yeah. you know, teeth whiteners, whatever, whatever, makeup, cosmetics uh, can actually. So I think there is like I'm beginning to make some kind of a distinction, which is you need hardcore app AR kit kind of a thing if it is a high yeah. value purchase. And otherwise, you can just use social media. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a good distinction. And uh, I, I mean, again, going back to understanding exactly what is the problem, mm-hmm. and if AR happens to help you solve it as a solution, then yeah, then I think that's that's great. So yeah. <laughs> Very good. This was such a good chat. My God, I I have learned so much from it. Oh God, that is. Fantastic! I'm so glad. So, so guys, uh, you know, to all the listeners, you know, Krish has been very kind to actually give me a lot of his time. So, this was the first episode of what I would imagine at least a three or four series of episodes. Where today, while we discuss camera-based technology and augmented reality, mixed reality, and such, we have more topics coming up. We've got a session for voice. And if you think Krish knew so much about AR, you have no idea how much he knows about voice. <laughs> He's got like fifteen thousand. Word, uh, you know, research papers on what, for example, X, Y, Z vertical should do with voice. So please uh, tune into those episodes because those are going to be equally, if not more, insightful. We are also going to be talking about uh, data analytics, big data, and processing power, and how basically you should listen to the data and sort of probably take business calls, marketing calls, and such. Is it happening enough? Is it not happening? What is the difference when it comes to dealing with data when it comes to agencies versus? Uh, consulting practices. We are also going to be talking about virtual reality. We're going to be talking about voice at length. Lot of topics coming up. Krish, you are the kind of person yeah. uh, who's always learning new things. At the beginning of the show, you said that you couldn't be found with a book in your schooling years, and now I think yeah. it's hard to find you without one. So, <laughs> like you rightly said, almost we deal with the exact same level of. Yeah. In fact, the level of discourse is matching. I would imagine, right? And yeah. we also are interested in the same exact things as you are. So I would yeah. be super glad to actually have you on the show again and again. Every time there's something new, just drop me a message, right? And we're going to produce a way, way good show. This was this was great fun, Krish. Um, because of the depth of things with which we discussed, I would want you to sort of summarize, uh, you know, all the stuff that we've spoken about because sure. it's so many things. Yeah. Firstly, uh, it was really great. Like I can't tell you how much I enjoy just speaking about this kind of stuff because it's fascinating how the world is slowly uh, evolving. So I mean, just to to summarize, one thing is that when you get into a technology, I mean something as evolved as augmented reality, 
it's important to consider and i mean take take it from the problem rather than just force fitting as i said an ar filter or something yeah. just for the heck of it because it's it's a lot of money yeah. i mean creating an ar experience is a lot of money it's and expensive. while yeah and while it is important to consider the problem and solve it from there it should not be something like oh we just need to take take off the digital marketing strategy in that okay fine we'll do it <laughs> ar thing it should not work like that yeah, yeah, it yeah. should work from okay we have a problem and and honestly ar is a great tool to give a perspective about things that you would not have yeah. otherwise so yeah. it should be used like that and looking at case studies and analyzing it from probably the pine and gilmore's model will help you understand the different kind of ar applications out there and seeing what your brand uh, really fits best yeah. with yeah so and, and the pine and gilmore and, model once again is entertainment yeah. education aesthetics and escapism Yes. Yeah. And I mean, then obviously, understanding at the end of the day, uh, what are the limitations? Like at the end of the day, there is some sense of headache when you're like constantly using that screen and when you're constantly moving around with that. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, just understanding a little bit of more of the limitations of the technology, and at the end of the day, even there's lack of touch and feel. Obviously, yeah. that's the point of AR, but exactly. it's still a certain extent. Uh, of some element of limitation look it's not going to replace it's not going to replace yes. uh, you know touch and feel of course not but yeah, yeah but there is it is it's the next best know, thing exactly it's the next best thing and there is something you know uh, i think i think krish one great example is yeah. how oneplus launched nord uh, in, yeah. in the middle of a, a pandemic in the middle of a lockdown situation and i happened to sort of consume it in fact i have a good episode on that i should have a good episode on that oh, wow. about Dr. <laughs> Tina who was quite foolish about it so nord actually continued launching their phone they didn't hold back uh, and they allowed for people to consume the phone by virtue of augmented reality i myself actually as my previous workplace is alive now i think i used to work on amazon exclusive where every time a new phone came out and they had oneplus with them at the time oneplus 5t oneplus 6 i think oppo vivo every phone we had done virtual unboxing 3d unboxing right we put up extremely yeah. good looking very realistic code model from sketchpad called it in through a browser at the time today i think i would redo that experience in the form of just the camera experience on the rear camera on instagram right where i think oneplus still went ahead and did it obviously i wasn't the one who worked on it but i was talking to some other phone company recently and they were talking about what can we do from an unboxing point of view high involvement a phone is going to be worth at least 40000 rupees right yeah it's yeah. happening as well and i think you know it was even better actually because not everybody is going to get their hands onto a real device right so if they are yes. going to like we had a nice little floating animation the phone would come out of the box there would be video explaining what it is like i think the first point he mentioned was this is mixed reality augmented reality information imposed on imagery right and all of that stuff is exactly. happening i think this technology is here to stay because of how it is just linking up the whole ecosystem together yeah it helps you imagine what the product would look like in your setting i mean yeah. simplify this absolutely so i mean that's key yeah absolutely i mean absolutely. yeah this is great this is great krish this is amazing thank you very much for joining us and we really look forward to the subsequent episodes thank you everyone for tuning in this was i think one of the best episodes of the tech culture <laughs> vibes keep listening and uh, stay safe thank you This has been another edition of the Tech Culture Vibes podcast. Check us out every week for the latest news, information, and special guests. If you have questions or comments, contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at the Tech Culture Vibes. Tech Culture Vibes is available on all major podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google at the Tech Culture Vibes. <laughs>